Like you could do a 32 team tournament, so it'd be half the size of like March Madness, aside yeah. from the four playing game. But I mean, you'd have half of that, right? Just do like <clears throat> you could do like a 15 game series. <laughs> For each round. <laughs> 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 That was team game series. (laughs) (laughs) So you have. have, I I was not expecting that one. (laughs) You have the 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 Marlins at the thirty-two seed playing the Yankees at the one seed. They play a (laughs) game season, and whoever wins that series, the game series moves on, and you just do that. I already like it. We're already putting these two new expansion teams above the Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. I don't know. This new rule is. I. I don't really. I don't like. I don't hate like like you said in the chat, John. I don't really hate it. Like every part of it, but the part that gets me about it is the like the top seeds get to pick their opponents. That's just retarded. It's like I think that's crazy. I mean, did you, it, yeah, what I do like, I'm, yeah, once you start giving choices to people, it's a little wishy washy. Yeah. That's just, that's just too gimmicky. Yeah. Like, trying too hard to, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> it's, well, it's like the Yankees would pick their twins every time. So, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, the twins will be a second seed. So, like, it's a, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> Oh, you mean the Tigers? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's right. The Tigers, they're going to be in the number six seed. <laughs> you mean you mean the number seven seed? Seven. Oh, that's right. It's seven. That's right. <laughs> number seven. seven. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! Tigers and Pirates coming at the number seven seeds. <laughs> that's right. Shit. <laughs> that's right, man. Hey, honestly, look. In all honesty. The Pirates, I mean, they they have a more realistic shot than the Tigers. Oh, the, and the, the, all right, the Tigers are going to have the worst we, uh, record in baseball. So <laughs> everybody has a better shot than the Tigers. They probably will have the worst record in baseball. They probably will. They will. I, yeah, I don't know, man. The Mariners are pretty freaking bad. They're not going to be worse than the Tigers. I think they're. I think the Tigers are still worse. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow, they're bad. <laughs> they have like nobody. Yeah. So what I was thinking, like, I'm like, if they're gonna see, this is what I don't like about it too, is that they're expanding from five to seven teams. Why don't you like take it little by little? Yeah. I mean. You look at how baseball's progressed. Like, they went to a wild card team. You know what I mean? Yeah, why don't you jump up to six? Right. Do it to six and give the first... Look, give it. make it six wild... uh, Six playoff teams, right? The top two teams get a bye, kind of like football. Right. And then you make make the wild card... See, I like the idea with the wild card round being best out of three instead of just one game. Right. Well, I mean, I if you're gonna if you're gonna have it where now it's a whole round instead of just two teams playing each other, yeah. Even even the two, even the wild card, the two teams playing each other, like the the one game's a little 
short, but yeah, I've, if, I, if we're gonna split it now to that, it's like two game, uh, two what's it called, two different matchups. Yeah, the, the one game, like you can't be having division teams playing one game and getting kicked out. Right, so they yeah. have to make it at least three. I mean, honestly, too, there's a guy, the one guy, Chris Bodig, he does uh, Cooperstown cred. There's a lot of Hall of Fame stuff. I like like and retweet his stuff. We like talked before and everything, but um, he came up with something that like I kind of like too because he was talking about expansion, and he's like, "Well, why don't they do it? Expand two teams in the, in the major leagues, make it 32 teams, and then sway you have four divisions. Yeah, and make it like football: four divisions of four in the American and in the National. Top two teams get to buy." And then the two division winners play the fifth and, and sixth. And you do the six teams like that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like football does. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Because it's still less playoff teams than every other sport, except football well, would be the same as football. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still less than hockey and basketball. <laughs> let's just, let's well, just I mean, do the hockey. Let's do the hockey method. Yeah, <laughs> two right. divisions. <laughs> Two divisions in each conference, the yeah. top three teams in each division, and then the next two wild card teams. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I remember when I first started getting into hockey, and like, because that is the the weirdest one of out of all of them. Yeah. Like, because weird. it's it's not only like, I mean, basketball is another one where the divisions also just don't even matter, but. <laughs> Like growing up with like football and baseball being the main two sports I followed. Yeah. Like hockey made no sense to me when I first saw that. Like three teams are coming out of each division. Yeah, it's crazy. Like they, and that's what I mean. Like half, more than half the league makes the playoffs. I mean, there's gonna to be four, there's gonna be four teams in the NL Central this year that make it. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> The Tigers, the, the Tigers, <laughs> Tigers, Pirates. I wonder, what the, I wonder what the odds in Vegas are of the Tigers and Pirates World Series. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I don't care. Grand. I will <laughs> waste. I will waste my like two dollars on it just to yeah, exactly put down on it. I don't care. I have to do it. I've been saying it so much now that I just, I'm just gonna waste two dollars and throw down a bet. And then all of a sudden. The Tigers and Pirates both start off like seven and zero. We're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, the seven, Dude. the seven team playoff helps my odds. Yeah. I need to make this bet before they make that happen. Right. So once that happens, those odds are going up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tigers, Matt Boyd, Cy Young. <laughs> Matt Boyd, Cy Young. Biggie finds a fountain of youth with another triple crown. <laughs> I don't even know who else they have on their team. <laughs> I was literally just trying to think of someone to say MVP, and I'm like, I can't even name a player. They have uh, Nico Goodrum. Who the fuck is there we go. Nico Goodrum. There you yeah. go. That's yeah, I really don't know. One of the better of players on their team and still not known by anyone that does not play fantasy baseball. Um, <laughs> I know that catcher. <laughs> Because they did catch him, and he didn't even make my top 30, Grayson Griner. Aww. <laughs> he didn't even make the top 30. 30 teams in the week. 
team doesn't yeah, have a catcher I, in the top 30. <laughs> no, because, you know, like the Nationals have... Um, oh, no, you have some teams that, yeah, they have the committee. Yeah. Same thing with, the, uh, to be honest with you, um, same, thing with, same thing with the Orioles, believe it or not. I had Cisco and, uh, uh, what's his name, Pablo San- Severino. Mm-hmm. Pablo Center? Is it Pablo? Pedro. Pedro Severino. Oh, yeah, Pedro. I mean, I got Cisco. Cisco, believe, believe it or not, I actually kind of like Chance Cisco this year. Like, I had him, I think, ranked 16th out of my catchers. And I mean, honestly, if you're in like a two catcher league or, or you're going to punt catchers, like, and wait till like the 21st round or whatever, it's not a bad guy to pick up. Kid's no. only 25, lefty. So he's playing the, the better side of a platoon. He's in a good ballpark. His stats have improved the last two years. I, I don't know. Like he's, he's someone that I could see, you know, having a decent year. I'm not saying he's going to turn real Muto. But... Yeah, if, if you're doing like a one-catcher league, uh, my personal opinion on it is either you either you take the chance high and grab one of those top guys or you right. just wait it out. Yeah. There's no reason to grab in those like early middle rounds. No. Definitely not. No. If you don't get if you don't get real Muto, to be honest with you, because he's at the safest floor of the Honestly, map. I think of catchers the way I think of tight ends in football. Yeah. <laughs> you don't grab one of those like top three guys, you can wait a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not getting Kelsey or Kittle, yeah. Just like wait. <laughs> no, it's true. Same thing, because that's what I said too. Like the top four probably in catchers this year. And mm-hmm. I put I put JT and Grandal only because I put them one and two. Only because of their floor, because they've done it. And you kind of know what they are. I mean, Grandal gets a little boost in OBP leagues because they're higher on base percentage. But if you're doing straight up five by five, I mean, Real Muto is going to hit 280, score 90, drive in 85, and hit 25 home runs. And he even stole nine bases last year. So, I mean, the guy's obviously, you know, but you spent, like Bruce asked me in the chat yesterday, do you spend the fifth rounder on him? I'm like, no. No, I'm not grabbing in the fifth round him for a fifth rounder. Why? I'd rather I'd rather have like I'd rather have three starters, a closer, and like five bats no, before yeah. I about catcher. Definitely, you know what I'm saying. So now you're talking the eleventh, twelfth round. Now, granted, if you know if people are risk averse or whatever, and I can grab like a Mitch Garver in the eleventh round, yeah, I go for that. Maybe he maybe he's the real deal and he hits another thirty home runs this year. I'll take it. But if not, like I said, if you're gonna wait till like the fifteenth, sixteenth round, give me like a Jason Castro or yeah. a Chance Cisco or someone like that. I'll take it. I like Omar Navarez. I've actually put him sixth on my list. I think he might be someone you can get late. I mean the dude's the dude's like a two seventy six lifetime hitter. He's always got great plate discipline. And he actually had 22 home runs last year. And that was in Seattle. Now he's going to Milwaukee. Uh, you know, I could see <coughs> the guy hitting 280, hitting 25 bombs in Milwaukee. So he's he's definitely someone I like. Yeah. <clears throat> It's basically JT and Grandal, and then I had Sanchez and Garver a third and fourth, only because 
Sanchez with the injuries, I mean, he came up with the world on fire, and then he got hurt, and it hasn't been that great. But he's still got incredible power. Same thing with Garver. Last year, he just blew up. But you don't know, you know, if that's sustainable. So, Mm -hmm. upside, though, Sanchez and Garver could be one and two with upside. They have the ceiling, but it's just the floor. And if you're going to draft someone, I, I always go floor, especially if you're going to draft like first six, seven rounds. I always try to go floor. Yeah. You know, and then take my chances after that. But yeah, I definitely don't. I never like, I never go with catcher early. Like, especially if I miss out on the top guys, I'm not going to go until late, way later. Yeah, like I said, man, it's just, I don't know, there's just too many guys out there that'll put up just as good, if not better, stats than really. So, yeah. You know. And like I said, someone like Nervaez, if you get him like in the 11th round, you know, I mean, what are you, what are you losing? 20 runs, 20 RBIs, a few stolen bases, maybe five home runs and 10 points on the batting average. I mean, <laughs> I'll sacrifice that for six rounds of draft. You know what I mean? Like you're not really losing a lot. You know, now if, J- if JT was like Mike Piazza, now it's a different story. I mean, a dude's hitting 330 with 40 bombs. Now it's, you know that's different. But I, I miss Piazza. Oh, Piazza. Awesome. Yeah. He was such a great hitter. I used to love when he hit that like high outside fastball to right field. His whole body would just like straighten up. Just boom. I don't know. Back to the whole playoff thing, though. Um, like Trevor Bauer had a video. He made a video on his um, what's it called? Momentum. He talked about the whole thing, and it's like I, the one point I think was the best point he made was um, with the whole buy thing with like the top seeds. He was saying like they should that shouldn't be how it is because like then you're like you make the there's the top the number one seeds wait like whatever a week or whatever it is until the right. wards are figured out, and then it's like. The whole season's about routine. You're playing 162 games in whatever amount of, like, 180 days, and then you have to take, like, a week off before playing another game. So it's like he was saying, too, especially with pitchers, like, pitchers, if, especially a pitcher, like, pitchers, like, the fourth to last day of this regular season, then he waits even longer, and it's like now you're, like, breaking out of the routine of every day in the major leagues. Right. So I think I thought that was a really good point. I can see that. I just don't know if that outweighs the fact that, like, you know, resting your bullpen and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, get, I see both sides of it. And I think certain guys, it depends on your team and who's on your team. Do they prefer the rest at the end of the year? Kind of regroup, rest up the little minor injuries? Or do they prefer to just keep going? I mean, I think that's kind of a personal thing. I don't know how you can really judge that one way or the other. It's the same thing with home field. Yeah, home field is all about the money. That means it means nothing in baseball. Home field, it really doesn't. Yeah, I mean you saw it last year. Yeah, 
I think it was last year through the whole playoffs too. Yeah, the home team actually had a losing record. Yeah, I don't think any. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because it they, it just really doesn't matter. I mean the whole the whole thing with the home team, and this is the thing that I find weird too, is that the whole thing with the home team is that they get they'll always get at least equal games at home, but that's not true in a seven game series because yeah. the home team is for the first two and then on the road for the next three, which I think is stupid. Yeah, well, that's a whole other that thing's a whole other issue, right? <laughs> The the like it really should be like two two one one one, but that's just a ridiculous amount of travel. Yeah, yeah, I guess because you can't have them do you can't have them do like three three and one because three games in a row that's that's too much. Yeah, Uh, I I don't know. The two two one one and one is you know what the bottom line is. I'll tell you the bottom line right now. You have to reduce the regular season. Yeah. Because I think they should go with the seven-game series. It should be two-two-one-one-one for the LCS and the World Series. Now, if you're going to do that, you have an extra travel day or two in there, possibly. Second of all, if you expand the wild card to three-game series instead of just a one-game elimination, now you're adding a couple days on it. Take a week away from the regular season. Make it 156 games. Right? Yeah. I mean, what really? Like you know. I don't know. I, I that's the way I look at it. If you you know if you want to do it differently, I think they should they should do that. In general, they get more attendance and more people watching in the playoffs anyway. So if you're going to expand the playoffs, you know it's not like you're losing money by taking six games away from the from the regular season, really. And especially like if this new rule actually goes through, like that's kind of taking away from the regular season too. Like now you like. Almost like how in the NBA, like the regular season is meaningless. It's like the postseason is the one that like really matters because now you like have almost every team like in like actually in the hunt, but yeah. except for you know, except for the Tigers. Yeah, the Tigers are going to win them all. Exactly. Yeah. The Tigers are going to be like the '97 Marlins wild card team, it just like dominates. <laughs> <laughs> just comes in and like you know takes it. Right. That was actually a really good World Series. I remember watching that ninety seven. Because I actually have money on the Marlins. The mm. smartest bet I ever made. Nice. <laughs> but that was a great World Series though. That was a, that was one year before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <I'm old>. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I remember I put money on the Marlins before the playoffs, and Damn. they were the wild card. So I like, I think it was Oswald, like fifty to one, something like that, because you know wild card had just started, and it was like you know, so. Damn. Yeah, I put like twenty bucks on, them, like a thousand bucks. That's awesome, Marlins. I know, it was great to do because I, I had the money on it, and of course it goes to Game Seven, and it's got to go to like you know, yeah. extra innings and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like on the edge of my seat, and there were, I'll never forget it when Renteria hit that single over Charles Nagy's head into center field and won the game. I was like, oh yeah. 
I'll put 20 cents on the Tigers. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I put I put like a dollar on any team in the National League. Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. aside from like the Marlins and the Giants and maybe the Rockies, I'm probably hey, the Pirates. Yeah, you know, I, don't count out the Marlins. Yeah, uh-huh. Marlins. <laughs> I don't know about Sneaky that. Marlins. The Marlins are definitely, I think, the best of the like last place teams. Yeah. But the rest of the division is just too good for them to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the division's a little tougher than the NL Central with Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh finishes with a better record than the Marlins, though. Not not to say that if the Marlins were in any other division, they're making any type of run at anything. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> Just, just saying the division they're in just makes it a little worse. Yeah, I don't know the pirate. I don't know. I was looking at the pirates. They're not. I mean, you know, if things if things go right, yeah, they could win possibly seventy five to eighty games if things go right for them. I mean, because they all right, they're missing Tyon, but they do have Musgrove. Who a lot of I haven't looked at him a lot, and I was never really a big fan. But a lot of people, a lot of fantasy people, seem to be on him this year. So I'd like to look into that too. Mm. You know, they have him. They have Trevor Williams. They have Chris Archer. They have um, uh, the other dude, uh, Mitch Keller. You know, they, some couple of decent stars. No aces, but I mean, you know, if Archer can bounce oh, it, back, it, oh. Chris Archer's the Cy Young. There you go. Hey, Chris Archer is a, a Cy Young. Musgrove pitches well. Keller in a second year. Hey, you never know, man. I mean, they could have a solid, a, a solid staff at least. You know, and they got they got the kid, the kid behind the plate, Jacob Stallings. We'll see. He's like, you know, he was like a twenty nine year old rookie last year. But we'll see what he can do. Josh Bell was solid last year. He fell off in the second half, but he was solid. You know. Kevin Newman at short, Colin Moran at third. They still got Polanco in right field. I mean, they're not, they're not you know. It's like, not the Tigers. Um, no. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Tigers. Tigers, 110 wins. Not even close. 110 wins. But, no. like, but like, more like 162. we know their names, at least, on the Pirates. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I really don't know anybody on the Tigers too much. Um. I'd know them if, like, I heard their names. Yeah, they got a bunch of. Oh wait, didn't they sign Jonathan Scope? Play second. Uh, did. Yeah, I was just looking at that before because I was doing the second base rankings, but he's not going to be in my rankings though. Yeah, Scope was decent though. He had a couple good years, but he's been kind of up and down. <clears throat> trying to think, of, they signed another veteran. I thought. Yeah, I think they did. I'm trying to think now. I, I was, I was just looking at the roster earlier. I don't remember now. Oh, they got. I mean, th- they got Romine. Oh yeah, that's right. They got Romine. That's right. I forgot about him. Yeah. They got Cron. <clears throat> Cron. That's right. That's who it yeah. was. CJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot about him. Yeah. Scope. Good room. Who the fuck knows is going to play third base? Oh, yeah, they got a Yvonne Nova, too. 
Oh, Nova, yeah. We'll see if we'll see if any of the young pitchers come up because they got a they got a couple studs in the minors. I just don't know. Yeah. If they're Mm-hmm. You know, Casey Mize and uh, who's the other kid, Matt Manning? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Casey Mize is supposed to be uh, – do it as like a number one pick, and, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. And we'll see if they keep hanging out with the Boyd. I mean, there were trade rumors about him last year at the trade deadline, and then in the offseason, I heard some rumblings, but, I mean, I don't know. Are they going to move him? Mm-hmm. No. I think they're getting. They're waiting till they like, get blown away by a deal. That's yeah. Oh, Michael so Schumer comes they're, back. They're waiting for him to start five and zero on the season. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Michael Fulmer comes back this year, I believe. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he's surgery, but I think he's due back this season. Yeah. I don't know if in the beginning of the year, but I think he's due back early in the year. And don't they still have Jordan Zimmerman? Um, yeah. I think so. Boyd Zimmerman, their starting rotation is like Boyd Zimmerman, Turnbull, Nova, Norris. Oh, Daniel, that's right, Spencer oh. Turnbull. I mean, at least that's what it—that's like what it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> You gotta remember too, in the beginning of the year, before the season starts, like now, you know, everyone's so optimistic about everybody. I was like, this guy, if he does this, then it's gonna. Then you get into the season, it's like, yeah, he's got a five point eighty ERA in June. <laughs> you know, <laughs> real reality strikes. <laughs> As like people who are on like some of these younger pitchers and stuff, like Turnbull, I remember read something about him. It's like, yeah, I don't know about that, <laughs> you know. Let me wait and see. Because pitching is pitching is very is a lot more linear as far as progression goes mm-hmm. in general than hitting. Like when hitters hitters will come up, and if they take the world by storm, you know, like we've seen in the past couple of years, some of these rookies come up and just like dominate, then they kind of take a step back. And then they, you know, and then they progress. Pitchers tend not to do that. Pitchers tend to struggle right off the bat. It's very rare that a pitcher comes in. All right, maybe the first couple starts, you know, they'll, because no one has a book on them and stuff like that. But generally, if a pitcher comes in his rookie year and pitches a whole season, it's generally not very good. And they kind of progress from there. And just little by little, they get better and better and better. Whereas hitters are kind of, they can, natural talent, they can hit the ground running immediately, and then the adjustments need to be made. So whether they make it, that's why the sophomore slump. And then, you know, and then the injuries, of course, playing 160 games and everything, which is a lot more than minor leagues. You know, it's the same thing we look at in football. People talk about guys like in football coming from college. Well, when you got a rookie, coming from college, especially a running back or a wide receiver or whatever it may be, or any, just about any position, really. you got to remember the college season is only 12, 13 games. You get into December in the NFL season, you got guys who are bigger and faster hitting you all year, and now you're playing extra games that your body's not used to. That's why a lot of these running backs and stuff, these rookie running backs that show out really well, like in the beginning of the year, they fade at the end because of the fatigue. Body's not used to handling those kind of hits and stuff all year long. 
for that amount of time. The same thing with same thing with baseball. You know, was how long is the Triple A season? One hundred thirty games. So you got a rookie that comes up. Once they hit the dog days of August, then they're playing every day in the heat, and then you get into September and it's pressure, pennant race, maybe. These guys break down. Hey, you know what's funny with the with Austin Romine go with the going to the Tigers? It's there was a fight a couple years ago with him and Roma. I mean, him and Cabrera. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. The teammates now. We'll see how that how that happen, goes now. Yeah, it'll be interesting. They'll all, they'll be on the bench a lot because Cabrera's a DH and Roman's a backup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be chilling yeah. on the bench. Yeah. I think Griner is going to get the start there. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I think Brian is a lefty hitter. Mm-hmm. He's the stronger side of any kind of platoon you might have anyway. So. <clears throat> oh, yeah, what do you guys think of the XFL this week? I didn't watch it. Uh-huh. I watched some of the games. I think I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I heard mixed reviews, but for the most part, from what I've read and seen and stuff, it was, you know, people liked it. But it's also novelty, you know. So first weekend is one thing. You know, let's see if they can sustain this for <laughs> a couple of years. I think it's definitely better than the whatever the AAF that they had a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was just like I don't know. This I feel like this was gonna be. It's like more like gives it gives like players a second chance to play, like play and then still if they play, they like perform well, then they have a chance at the NFL again. Yeah. Well, it would have been great is if they if they were able to bring like you know have guys like Johnny Manziel, Colin Kaepernick, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, like guys like that. Who actually, like, you know, <laughs> played in the NFL. There's a, there'd also be a lot of drama. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I saw I something know. where Kaepernick, Kaepernick wanted so much money from for a contract. Yeah. Oh, from the from the XFL? Yeah. So I, I wasn't – I had to take a call quick. So I just – I come back and I hear Josh Gordon and Colin Kaepernick. I'm like, this isn't baseball. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I just was. We were talking about the XFL for a sec. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, you know, this podcast we always do that. Yeah, we, we don't like to get pigeonholed, you know. Here, Nick, no one puts baby in a corner. Don't put baby in a corner. What do What do you think about that whole kickoff rule with the XFL? What's or just the rule? Like, not the rule, but like the the whole format of it. How? Uh, what's it called? They line up on like the opposing thirty-five yard line, pretty much, and uh, neither team can move until the ball is caught. It's not like a like a run up, like the normal. Oh yeah. Kickoff. Definitely take a look at it later when you can. Yeah. It's completely. It's completely different. That's cool. And they have it if the the kicker doesn't get it to at least like the 20 yard line and the team lets it bounce and they automatically put it on the 45 like 
they made a bunch of rules for the kickoff and punt returns that like make it so you want to return it. And when you're kicking, so you want to give them a kick, they have to return. All right. That's cool. Yeah, that's what I think the NFL took away, like a lot of the kick return stuff, man. Well, I don't understand. They, they moved it up like thing. 10 yards. And yeah, then they also took away the the running start for the I mean, the running start for the kicking team is fine. I understand the safety part of it. But in the sense of, like, onside kicks, like, it, they're almost impossible now. Yeah. You might as well yeah. do the, the thing that they were doing in the Pro Bowl that they took from, like, the AAF or whatever the, the fuck it was, where it was, like, instead of an onside kick, you do, like, a fourth and 15 play. And if you convert yeah. it, you keep the ball. If not, it's the other team's ball. Yeah. Because onside kicks at this point are obsolete. Like, unless you have someone that could, like, drop kick it and, like, do that, like, drop kick punt type of thing. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. see any way a kicker is giving that ball a decent, like, bounce or hang time type of thing that the kicking team's actually going to make a recovery. Yeah, unless the, unless the receiving team drops it. That's the only thing yeah, you hope. That's, that's the only thing that you hope for there. Which, yeah. I mean, they're not to say it's not going to happen, but they're putting the best guys they can out there so it doesn't. Right. Yeah. And without the running start, there's times where they'll fumble it or just like it won't be clean, but they have the time to cover it up. Yeah. Because yeah. the team doesn't have that running start. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL took the whole kickoff stuff, like all that stuff, like they took it away. Because not only that, too, now you're starting 10, you know, you're kicking from 10 yards ahead of it. And all these kickers can kick the ball. I mean, off off a tee like that, all these kickers can kick the ball 80 yards. <laughs> but, you know, they had a running, you know, the run up to it and everything. Oh, that's what, honestly, more, more than half of those kickoffs that aren't touchbacks are the kickers purposely like giving them ones that they think they'll return and the like they think the team is going to stop them before was it now the 25 not even the 20 i don't yeah. even yeah, 25 yeah that's a definitely check out the what's it called the the xfl one though it's interesting i i don't know how i feel about it yet but it's definitely interesting yeah yeah i think you need at least half a season's worth of like you know, see how, like, the trends that are going with something like that. Like, how this rule is working, you know? Oh, did you see their, um, they also, they don't kick extra points. They do, oh, yeah. uh, like to go for one, you go from, you do a, a play from the two-yard line. To go for two, you do a play from, like, the five. And you could even do a play from the ten-yard line and go for three after a touchdown. That's kind of cool. I That's interesting, think... yeah. I like that. Yeah, what's up, Jose? What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, Good. what's up? Hey, much. Yeah, so this is uh, Johnny and Nick also on with me, Alex. So, what's up, guys? What's up, Jose? How you doing? You're in New York. Alex told me you're a Yankee fan. No, I live in PA actually. Oh, all right. Like right outside of Philadelphia. Oh, that's cool. No, oh, damn, right outside. I'm like up, I'm up towards Scranton. Oh, where? Okay, you know where uh, Reading is? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, you tell, I tell people it's outside the village just because most people don't actually know where it is. Okay, damn. Philadelphia and a Yankee fan? Oh. As a Mets fan, I can't condone this. <laughs> I, I don't hate the Mets. <laughs> so how did you become a Yankee fan and not a Philly fan? Are you from Philly or... Like, no, 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 no. My my dad went to NYU in the early '90s when uh when Jeter and Bernie all came up. Oh, okay. He grew up a Pirates fan because he's from Puerto Rico, but he changed for the Yankees in the early '90s. Wow. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> I mean, I'm one of those weird people. I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm also. A- I'm an Eagles fan for football, so it's like people always like yeah, everyone's like, "What the hell? How do you become a Yankees fan?" Oh. And Eagles fans are usually Yankee Giants. Yeah, Yankees, that's, Giants, Mets, Jets. That's yep. That's how it is. <laughs> I'm actually a Yankees Jets fan, but I root for the Eagles just because it's local. Oh, nice. I'm a Twins and a Saints fan. So, <laughs> all right. See, I forgot. I, I, I've never asked you about that. Why? I noticed that <laughs> once. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Twins fan because when I was young, when I became a Twins fan when Kirby Puckett came up. I'm actually more of a baseball fan than anything, but I I fell in love with with the Twins Kirby Puckett in the '80s when he came up, and of course a couple of years after he came up, they won the World Series when I was a freshman in high school and stuff. So I I always loved Puckett was always my favorite player. Growing like in the '80s and stuff, so I stuck with the Twins. As far as the Saints go, um, a couple of guys that were on the Saints back in the '80s were uh, from New Jersey. Uh, Sam Mills, the linebacker, he went to uh, he went to Montclair State, from New Jersey, and um, Ironhead Hayward was around the area. He went to Passaic Valley High School, like not too far from like ten miles from where I lived. So I kind of started rooting for them. And then they got good in the 80s. They had a great defense and everything. So I was like, God, I'm all about this. So I, I just kind of stuck with them, to be honest. I started rooting for them when I was younger, and then I just stuck with it. Do you follow basketball or hockey at all? You know, I used to. I used to be more into all four sports. Uh, grew up a big Celtics fan because, I, like I said, I grew up in the 80s. So Bird, Mikhail, mm-hmm. Parrish, you yeah. know, and all that stuff. My grandmother was a huge Knicks fan. And back in that those days and she was a huge sports fan period and, and i used to watch games with her i used to watch basketball games and the celtics always kicked the shit out of the knicks back then <laughs> so <laughs> i became a celtics fan just because they always beat the knicks <laughs> and they were great of course you know and then um i get into hockey a friend of mine from high school was real into hockey and i was big into baseball so we kind of got each other into each sport so i was like all right well i'm a celtics fan i read uh Saints fan and a Twins fan. I was like, I got to pick some random team. So I picked the Red Wings. <laughs> oh, shit. I picked so you the picked Red the Red Wings? Yeah, I was like, tradition, the original six. I was like, Gordy Howe. I was like, all right, you know, I didn't know shit about hockey. But yeah, the Red Wings were actually, you know, were actually got, you know, they actually got good with Iserman and those guys, Larionov and Fedorov and those, the whole Russian army guys and everything. Oh, so. Gosh. But I haven't I haven't been in a hockey or basketball really much in the, like the past like five to ten years. I'm not following. I know some of the players, but 
Mm-hmm. I'm not really into it. No, to be honest, I, with, with basketball, I didn't start watching until I was like 10 years old, like 2000 back in 2008, and then like I started watching, it, and then that's that's why I became a Lakers fan. Is I started watching Kobe. I just fell in love with the Lakers. Now R.I.P. Yeah, that's how a lot of people get into their teams too. They start watching, yeah. watching certain players or whatever. It's the same. Like I said, the same thing happened to me. It wasn't a local thing. Yeah. But like I said, with baseball, with baseball, I don't know. With baseball, I played it. I coached it. I umpired it. I've always been into baseball, just the game in general. So, I mean, I'm a Twins fan, and of course, I'm always going to love my Twins. But I'm realistic, too. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a logical baseball fan. Like, I'm not, like, yeah. you know, just like one of those homers. Well, none of none of my teams are really good. So, like, I, I'm a fan just for the sport as it is anyway, just because... It's very easy to be when your team sucks, but um, (laughs) (laughs) my fandom fandom just goes around the whole like like I'm in New York. The Mets are the only like home team I actually root for. Like I like the Islanders. Uh, My family are Jets fans, but like I'm a Chargers fan, a Mavericks fan, and a Ducks fan. Oh damn! Wow. Holy reasons being, some of them I don't even remember the reasons. Like it was when I was younger and. Like, Chargers, I think it was more just players. Like, with Damian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers. Like, I was just... I just stuck to it. The Ducks, I honestly... I, I, I'm starting to think it really... Like, my family used to joke it's because I love the Mighty Ducks movies. And I'm starting to think that might actually be the reasoning for it. <laughs> like, yeah, it just stuck with me. Yeah, that's funny. I remember Timo Solani on the Ducks. He was like their big goal scorer back in the day, <laughs> back in like the nineties. Mm. Charges, I could see. I mean, when Danny and Tomlinson was you know, incredible, you know, oh, I love I love Tomlinson. Yeah, he was unbelievable. The Mavericks, I could see too, like Dirk. I think yeah. on the championship. Yeah, that, what, love oh, Dirk. Six, it was right. And I, I love with the Nets, I loved like Jason Kidd, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson. Jason yeah. Kidd ended up going to the Mavericks. Carter played on the Mavericks. Like, so it all just kind of the team I liked and then the players I liked went to that team. And it just kind of all just made it even easier to like, all right, yep, I'm a Mavericks fan. That's it. Vince Carter played for half the league. Dude's yeah. like how old now? <laughs> Dude's gonna be playing basketball. Dude, he's fifty. Yeah. I love it. it's Carter. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. I think he's like forty-three or something. Yeah, he's definitely. He's been in the league like twenty-something years. I mean, he, it's incredible. I wish he was in the dunk contest this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't care if he just went up there and did a normal dunk every time. I just want to see him in the dunk contest. <laughs> Just to be able to dunk at his age. Because <laughs> the beating his legs have taken all these years. I don't know how he still does it. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Yeah. He's in serious good shape. Anyway, we went way off. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> way too much pot tar. Yeah, as always. <laughs> pot tar. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. Well, the reason I had Jose on here was because he, you know, I, he kind of thinks the opposite of us, where he likes the world a little bit. So I don't know. 
what you thought what do you think of what like why do you think that jose what's like what is your first reaction when you saw the whole proposal so my first reaction is like the the choosing of teams might not be my favorite idea it's still mm-hmm. kind of marinating for me but um I like the idea of a buy in the MLB playoffs. And the whole plan has to be contingent on shortening the regular season because I think the season's too long as is. Um, usually around around September, as a fan, I usually start getting tired. As a Yankees fan, because you kind of know, like, some divisions are, are mostly won before, yeah. like, the last week of September. Uh, in the AL East case, I don't think the Yankees will, will be fighting much after August. So that whole month is kind of like used for the younger players and it's not really as entertaining and you kind of just sit back and wait for the playoffs. And at that point, some of us get into football really easily and I can't divert my attention. Once I'm on football, I'm on football. So I I have to really consider that the shortening of the regular season uh, would help because the youth, the youth problem that kids don't really like baseball as much as we did growing up, definitely is part of the long season and i think that um that's just like one issue i think it's the main issue but the playoffs revamping the playoffs is obviously going to gain attraction at first because people are going to be like what's this new system how's it going to play out uh it's not a perfect system by any any stretch but the buy definitely gives the the best teams an advantage and then seeing more wild card teams essentially you know what i mean like you don't have to win that many games to get into the playoffs in this new format. And so anyone can win. The dangerous part about that is, though, a 75 team or 75 win team could also make the final round and mm-hmm. be completely blown out in the new ALCS, I guess you could say. Imagine like the 75 win Texas Rangers playing the 110 win Yankees. You know, that's pretty much going to end one way. Or if it doesn't end that way and the Rangers win in a miracle series, they kind of, you know, it's it shocks the world in the moment but also sets the world series for up for like and a winner takes all you know like kind of like we had back in um what was it 2015 the royals no no 2014 royals versus uh giants the the giants weren't even the division winners they were a wild card team that year and most people didn't even count them I, i think it was the cardinals that most people wanted to win um so i don't know what are you guys thoughts on that Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said <clears throat> to the point. I just don't know about the buy. The buy, I, I agree with you shortening the season because we actually talked about this before. And I would like them to shave a week off the season. So make it 156 oh, yeah. games, I think would be fine. Um, I definitely agree with expanding the wild card round. However, however many teams you want to add, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with adding three. I honestly think they should go more with a football the way the football has it set up six teams, the top two get the buy and then three plays six, four plays five. And you have a three game series in the wild card round. Now, if you're going to add that also, what I mentioned, had mentioned before was I disagree. I've always disagreed with the two, three, two format in the LCS and the world series. I think it should be two, two, one, one, one. Now you're adding travel days. But that's fine. You're adding a max of two in the LCS and a max of two in the World Series. That's four days. You're adding a max of two days in the wild card round. That's six days. 
Take away six games in a regular season. There you go. There's your six days. The season ends September 19th, and you can start the playoffs in September. And still run through October. And, you know, at this point, you do a format like that and everything goes five, seven games. Then you're looking at, you're still ending up in October. You're not going into November, barring catastrophe. But, I mean, I would agree with that part of it. I don't like the teams picking their opponents. I think it's way too gimmicky. I don't like, I I just don't like it. It just just feels like, like, it just feels gimmicky. It feels like they're trying too hard. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like like they're trying to be March Madness. Yeah, that's actually once you take the statistics out of it and you start letting teams like just choose and like that. Yeah, the the gimmicks of it are a little too much there. Yeah, I was going to mention about March the way it's funny you mentioned March Madness because I was listening to the Michael K K show earlier and uh, I think it was Michael that actually said like now you're making it more like you can make it like Selection Sunday now it makes it more exciting to you know but then that's it's like it's not basketball it's not the same thing. It's like, why are you trying to make it like that? I think because they're trying to divert, like, attention to the youth. Because I know a lot of kids love the March Madness opening round and Selection Sunday and seeing teams they don't expect in. Um, It feels like this whole new playoff format was meant to get the youth in. Because the old fans are still going to be there as much as they complain. I I don't really believe an old, I guess, a boomer, like we can use, like, those, yeah. those fans that say, oh, they're changing the game too much, I still think they're going to watch. They've been watching 50-plus years. They're going to watch no matter what, but they'll complain about the uh, the new rules, new systems, and they'll still watch. So you want to target the youth before it's too late and they start going into different sports like lacrosse and soccer. And <laughs> all these sports have been blowing up since our like lifetime. Lacrosse. Yeah. I think if you want to get the youth into it, though, I think they need to you – know, Try to. I know it's not all on Manfred to do this, but to get rid of get rid of blackouts because kids are a lot of people nowadays have like a streaming service. They get they want to just buy MLB MLB TV, and then you know with their local games are blacked out on there. You can't even watch it. So it's like if you if you want to have kids in tune to it and watch the, like the local games or whatever, then you should be just having all available games, not just. Now, if the Yankees are playing and you're living in New York, then it's blacked out. It's like, then that's well, not. Actually, yeah, that just, ha- that just happened to me today. I was trying to open up on ESPN Plus my, uh, I was trying to open up the Islanders game. And mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, no, blackout. Yeah, so I guess it's not just baseball, though. So I don't, it, another, I think another problem, though, too, is they just don't market players at all. Like They don't. They fail at it. That's one thing they need to do to be able to, like there was one, I think on uh, Trevor Bauer's video he made earlier, he the one really good point he made was about, um, you know, when you, you open up Twitter or whatever, then you go on there, all you see, you see uh, like a video of, you know, Steph Curry making a pass. He makes a bounce pass and it, bro- it blows up on Twitter, and then Mike Trout hits a, a bomb home run, and you don't, you can't find it anywhere. So it's like all these yeah, other. I- they have more that, that's definitely where hockey and baseball are definitely the two behind on that where football and basketball definitely command that type of market so far and there's like no reason for it to be that way like it's not anything special that has to be done it's more of just 
a choice in the matter of this is what we're going to do. And I don't know. It's, it's weird that, like, I don't understand why it's not like that. What's well, a problem? The major problem, there's a couple problems with this whole thing, is that I understand what you're saying about the playoff format and trying to target it toward younger, the younger generation. But Manfred's doing this stuff <clears throat> and proposing, well, ex- listening to proposals and considering it, obviously. And like you guys brought up, you want the younger kids, look, going to a major league game with you, your wife, and your two kids. It's expensive. It's, you know, and it's more expensive than a lot of families can afford on more than like once or twice a year basis. So why not let them watch the game? Secondly to that, isn't Manfred the one that wants to get rid of 42 minor league teams? How much does it cost to go to a minor league game? You're taking the chance from like for parents or grandparents or whatever to take their eight, nine, 10 year olds to game who play Little League Baseball or something, to take them to a local game that's a half hour away or whatever and see some of these minor league guys. And I was talking to Cody and Gio about it the other day. And, you know, Gio was talking about, we were talking about the Rochester Red Wings. I'm a, I'm a Twins fan. That The Rochester Red Wings in New York, that's their AAA affiliate. And as soon as I talked about, like, Mitch Garver and guys like that, the first thing Gio said, now, Gio, Gio's in high school. He's 17. First thing he said, it was like, oh, I remember watching him a couple of years ago. That's the first thing he mentioned. I remember seeing him in Rochester a couple of years ago. So you're getting these younger kids being able to go to a minor league game and if parents and grandparents actually to be able to afford to take them there, going to a minor league game, they see players there. Then over the next couple of years, they get to be at home watching these guys on the major league stage because they did away with the blackouts. This is how you grow that next generation into baseball. But Manfred's pulling this pace of play stuff, changing the playoff format, making the friggin' selection Sunday bachelorette shit going on. <laughs> he's going backwards. Because yeah. what he's doing, he's, he's taking the fans already and he's trying to make it more interesting for them. That's not the way to do it. Like you said before, the boomers and the people, well, boomers, I consider my age almost that, but the boomers are the ones that already love the game. They're not going to change the channel. They're going to watch their team. You know, the Yankee fans who have been Yankee fans for 50 years, they're still going to watch the Yankees. It's not going to change. I don't care what they do. They could, they could all, you know, they could all switch hands and they could throw underhand. It won't matter. They'll still watch them. You know, like, that doesn't matter. But if the, if the real impetus for all this is to gain the youth and to get this next generation into baseball rather than lacrosse, soccer, football, basketball. Then the whole idea is to get and the whole idea, the whole thing with baseball and history is it's passed down from father to son, father to son, grandparents to mother to son, whatever it may be. The whole thing is it's passed down as such a history in baseball, 150 years. That's the that's the whole idea about minor league baseball and being able to sit at home comfortably and watch your team rather than spending $200 to go and like have a night out. You know what I mean? Like I think Manfred's going about it the wrong way. Go for the youth now, go, target the youth that's young now rather than targeting the people who are already into the sport. 
and trying to change it around to make it a little more appealing. Target the youth now and get them into it. Because like we said before, once you're into it, like we talked about the boomers, once you're into baseball and you fall in love with the game, you don't leave. So, so, so I, I was I he's, he's shooting for the wrong demographic, in my opinion, with the stuff he's doing. Yeah, so uh, one of you guys said you were watching the, or listening to the Michael K show, and I heard something um, that that made me think. Like, so no, I, I wasn't alive when they added the the wild card, and then the second wild. Well, they added the second wild card team and the one game playoff in my lifetime. But I I heard Don Lagreca like talk about in '92 when they added the wild card. There was a a bunch of backlash, and Bob Costas was going off every broadcast about it saying, oh, you're ruining the baseball game. And it's, it's worked. There's been so many wildcard teams that have stunned the top teams because of the short series. And it proves that baseball is a game that can be won by anyone. So I, would, I don't really think that's uh, a terrible idea. There's just some little holes in it. And, of course, it's like the first draft. They're not going to, like, in- institute it uh, in 2022 or 2023. Like they said, I still think – by then, they're going to fix up a little policies and change it. But it's nice that they're talking about it because I, I think change is nice and to keep uh, people interested and instead of falling for new sports because the NBA is always growing, the NFL is still king every Sunday. Baseball is falling behind, and to change it now would be a good time. I think it's great timing. Um, like like we keep talking about, it's a youth a youth thing because. The youth is going towards other sports. They, they can name you. You can ask an eight-year-old kid. They can show you LeBron, Kobe, James Harden, all these faces. But if you show Mike Trout and Aaron Judge and uh, Cody Ballinger, Mookie Betts, they might get like one out of four. So what's what's that's a bad sign. I honestly think like they need to do something quick to uh, uh, keep the youth interested. Or if not, it's just going to be a dying game, and we'll just see the end of it in our lifetime. I really think it could be that dangerous. Well, I remember when the, when they started the wild card, it was actually 95 was the first oh, year. They, okay. wanted, yeah, okay. they were going to do it in 94, but they had the strike and there were no right, playoff. Right. So in 95, what the interesting thing was that was you had a great series between the Mariners and the Yankees. Oh, I've heard many stories about that. Series. And it was like, it was crazy. And the weird thing about it was what they did was the road team was at home the first two games. And then the, you went to the home team's park for the next three. Wow. Yeah. So the Yankees, the Yankees were the road team in that series against the Mariners. The Mariners had a better record, but they played at Yankee Stadium the first two games. And then they went to the kingdom back then before Safeco field, but they went to the kingdom for the next three. It was a weird, the weird setup. That's really had, weird. Yeah, you had the great series. You know, the series was incredible. It went to five games and then you had like, you know, base hit and everything. Edgar Martinez against Jack McDowell, you know, driving a Joey Cora. <laughs> mm-hmm. and Ken Griffin, you know what I mean? Like you had the, you had the great series there. You know, and people got to see, and that was the thing, too, with that series. I mean, baseball kind of lucked out because there was a lot of backlash about it. But baseball kind of lucked out because you got to see a five-game series. It was exciting. Game five came down to the last that bad. You also got to see Derek Jeter and A-Rod when they first came up. You know what I mean? Like, you were watching, like, 
Griffey and Randy Johnson. And like, it was, you know, they had a lot of star power. It was a fun time, I bet. They kind of, they kind of lucked out in the sense that that was a real big deal to save that whole idea. Because you were right. A lot of the older people at that time were like, well, you know, that team in the play. If you don't win your division in 162 games, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Blah, blah, blah. That was a whole argument. You know what I mean? So that kind of took off. And they were, they were kind of, they kind of lucked out with the whole thing that, you know, people did fall in love with it because of that series. A lot of it. Like, now that you mentioned that series, I'm actually going to pull up the video of, the, probably the one of the greatest calls of all time with the uh, new Haas. Uh, Lob, a base hit into the gap, and they could win it with junior speed, the stretch. And the 0-1 pitch on the way to Edgar Martinez. One run, the line, down the left field line, for a base hit. Here comes Joy. Here is Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. It just continues. Oh, my. Edgar Martinez with a double. Ripped down the left field line. And they are going crazy at the kingdom. Yeah. Legendary. No, even though it was against the Yankees, I get chills listening to that call. Yeah, that was incredible. Not only that, you got to remember, too, um, if I'm not mistaken, I could be. I could be off a little bit, but if I'm not mistaken, the Mariners won that division on the or got into the playoffs the last day of the season. And Randy Johnson pitched on like three days rest. I believe it was against the Angels. And he pitched like a complete game shutout. Like on the last day of the season. I could be I could be wrong about that, but I think that was the same year. So that's why that's why he was saying Newhouse was saying like, you know, it keep it continued. Oh, yeah. Because it was like a, a miracle the Ma- the Mariners even made it that year. Speaking of miracles, I just reminded myself that both times the Marlins won the World Series, they were the wild card team, and they just shocked the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, might, we were talking about that a little bit earlier, too. Seven, uh, what's it called? Seven teams in the in the playoffs. That's uh, more chances for them to do it again. Yeah, yeah. And the Tigers. Yeah, the Tigers. And the and Tigers. The uh, yeah, the Tigers are winning the World Series. Um, <laughs> I forgot. What and, I honestly, I could incentivize teams to not tank either. You know, because yeah. mm-hmm. like you could really make a push if you're like the Blue Jays. You're not trying to win the division clearly, but to sneak into the playoffs and then. You know, play hard in a short three-game series. Anything could happen, and a seventy. If this format does stick, a seventy team will win the World Series at some point. I don't know about seventy-one team. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Seventy-five, seventy-five, okay. Seventy-five, yeah. More. Uh, I think I don't see you're going to see a team on the five hundred in the playoffs. You I know don't know. Maybe American League is very like like you have the division winners, and then you have like. The two good wild card teams, and then it really dips after that. Yeah, it's so top. So that number seven team, that number seven team could be down there. Yeah, yeah, but like you're saying, I think more teams, more teams would be in in it, so to speak. I mean, look at the American League last year. 
I mean, teams were teams were done. I mean, the Indians were the odd man out because they were a good team. They finished a few games out of the division. I mean, you know, eight games out of the division, but you know, they were they were in it. They were close to the wild card in September. You know, aside from them, but you have other teams that maybe could have tried a little harder, maybe could have made some moves to get into that seventh spot, but they didn't because it's not there. So they didn't. So, I don't know. I, I just well, can't see here. even seven teams. I just can't see a team, a team under five hundred making it. Yeah, well, last another- year it would have been the seven team would have been the Red Sox at eighty four wins. I just can't see two. This is a, this is another reason though. Even if there's a chance of that, I, there's another reason I don't like the seventh team. Make it six. I'd be fine with six. I make it like I said, like kind of a football format. Top two teams got to buy. Also, with seven teams, we have more wild card teams than division winning teams. Yeah, that, that was a little crazy. Well, I see. See, this is what I think. I think they should expand, make it thirty-two right. teams, and, and then, then make the NFL four divisions of four, and then make you know what I mean. Then you have four division winners, two wild cards, kind of like football. Then the three mm-hmm. plays the six, the four plays the five. The two division winners get the three and four seed, you know, and the first two teams get to buy. Right. I mean, I like the way the NFL has it set up, their playoffs. I think it's I think it's fair. The only difference with baseball will be it'll be a three game series, then a five game series, and a seven game series for the wild card division, you know. Mm-hmm. LCS. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's hard to say because it you know what it is change is never it's never looked at as it's rarely looked at as something good, <laughs> especially for fans of the sport because we like the sport the way it is. But you know I'm, I'm think, all for it. I don't care. I don't really. I, I just I just think the whole like I said before the, the whole picking the your opponent thing is gimmicky. Yeah, and out of everything and, I think we I think everyone's much. kind of on the same stance there where that's that's kind of. Pushing the line a little too much. Because worst case scenario, like when you think about like uh, picking a team, it could there could be so many factors. Uh, you know how they match up, or even they could be petty and be very small reasons, and it could be make news stories that aren't really there, and yeah. it would just add more fuel to the fire. I, I am interested to see, like, the team that does get picked, how often would they beat uh, the higher-seeded team? Just because it's, like, one of those, like, eight, nine matchups in March Madness. You never really know who's going to win. And usually, and actually, the math proves that the nine-seed, the lower seed, is supposed to lose more. They actually win more. So I think mm-hmm. the added incentive to beat the team that picked you and, and embarrass them would definitely make great television, especially in a three-game series. That would go in any way, any time. Interesting thing they had with the three-game series, too, is don't forget, the proposal is all three games are at the home field. Yeah, I agree with that, though. Not, not like two and one or one, one, one. It's all three games are at, yeah. you know, the wow, division. Really, I didn't actually yeah. see that. Yeah, yep. No, it should be. Yeah. Like, if you don't get the, the top one, then you should be. You just not play any games at home. Like it's more incentive to get the number one wild card. 
I mean, also in that sense, it's going to be division team versus wild card team anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, well, it'll be two. Yeah, it'll be. It'll wind up being like two versus seven. Well, whoever they pick, you know. But yeah. what it is is I have two, a feeling that part is going to be taken well, out. Yeah, two gets to pick out of the bottom three teams. So it's not like let's two. Say, can pick let's just say two teams. versus seven because I have a good feeling at some point that part has to be taken out. There is. Think so. I don't. I don't see any way where like. They're gonna like really look at this and be like, "This makes sense." Yeah, yeah I'll pick the five seed rather than the seven seed. I just, that's why I think it's kind of that whole thing is a little silly. All right. And I also think the seven teams is too much. I think six teams is plenty. Well, I think that's another reason why like there's a little extra backlash to it. Is it's it's a little more of a jump than they probably should be attempting to take. Like, you're not adding one team, you're adding two teams. Right. You're adding two more wildcard spots. This is all in addition to all this other bullshit of the let's have them pick a team and do all this stuff. Yeah. But I think that's what is kind of pushing it, is that they're adding two teams to it. I mean... It would make more sense if they already did expansion teams, like two more expansion teams, instead of like because then it's extra. Then it's like okay, you already you have two extra teams now. So yeah, two expansion not? teams, two more wild card teams, make it six and third, and then you could like little by little. Yeah, like this is a big jump before they really need to be or should right. be. Yeah, I agree. I think they should expand. Like you said, I, I think they should expand to the 32 teams. Put a team in Vegas, put a team in Montreal. Yeah. Bring back the Expos. And then make Move it Move the four. Rays to Montreal. <laughs> yeah, soon. That, that's a whole other thing. The, the Tampa Bay-Montreal Rays. Expos, whatever they're going to be. Split the yeah, season between the two. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. That's never going to work. I think that that's just like an asinine idea. Like I really, I, I don't know. I mean, I get, I get the the concept of it because they want to test, sort of test the waters, so to speak, with Montreal, as far as if they will accept the team up there. But why throw them like a team that already exists? Yeah. Uh, granted, it's a raisin; they're pretty good. But <clears throat> even so, they still don't even have a fan base. Yeah, that's just that, that's just silly. That's just silly. Just give Montreal a team back. You know what I mean? Like, give them, give them the Expos back. Yeah, screw the Nationals. No. Like just, no. It's not like they just won a World Series or anything. Give them back to Montreal. Well, the Ravens <laughs> with the original Browns. They won two World, two Super Bowls. So, yeah. I mean, the Browns moved to Baltimore, and then the Browns got a new team two years later. <laughs> so, our right. Odell, the team, like, overnight. Like in midnight at midnight, like he had trucks in Cleveland, and they moved the whole team to Baltimore. Damn. <laughs> so the Baltimore Ravens are the original Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. So when they talk about the Cleveland Browns franchise, like the Browns have won, they won the NFC, cha- they won the NFL championship. That's actually the Ravens franchise. That's not the Browns franchise. Browns are a new franchise, technically. <laughs> 
But people forget about that. There, they don't remember there's that. one or two. There's one or two other teams in sports that are like that too. That one's a, that one's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, that was weird because that happened in uh, happened in the nineties. Um, 95, 96, like mid 90s, I believe that happened when Art Modell, owner of the Browns, moved his team to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of exactly, it could have been like 96, 97, like around there. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head because obviously the Ravens won in 2000, so they were there. I think it happened a few years before that, and then. <laughs> and then it happened in like ninety, like the mid nineties, and then like a couple of years later, the Browns got a franchise again. Mm-hmm. It was Nin- yes, ninety six. Okay, yeah, and the Browns got their franchise in what ninety eight. It was only like two years in between when Cleveland didn't have a team or something like that. It was weird. Oh, weird situation. Nineteen ninety eight. Yep. There you go. I haven't hit total dementia yet in my old age. <laughs> I still remember a few things. <laughs> yeah, some of some of the shit you remember just. <laughs> my wife would tell you differently. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah. So, how about them tigers? <laughs> Tigers, yeah, Tigers Pirates World Series coming up. I think, see, all right, so I think we're a year early. Like we were talking about it earlier with uh, like the like rookies and like pitching, it takes them a little bit to grow. Mize yep. and Manning are going to get their innings in this year. So that way next year, Zimmerman's contract's going to be up. Boyd's going to be traded off for something better after he starts this season 5 and 0. And then, you know, next year, that's that's when we're going to see it. Yeah, man, we're ahead of the curve. See it. Yeah. Jose, in case, you, in case you're thinking, like, we're totally off the wall. No, you're, <laughs> good. This was, you're good. This, no, this was a joke, like, on the last podcast the three of us did together. We were talking about, I don't know how it got off track that way, but we tend to do that. And it was just, we were talking about, like, Tigers, Pirates, World Series, like, how crazy, like, hot takes and stuff like that. So it's been kind of like a running joke. So that's why we're talking. We've about hit the point that now the Tigers are going to be playing the Pirates in the World Series, and that's yeah. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that would be the most eleven-team ties. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most fo- I'm ready for football series ever. <laughs> I honestly would be in full football mode. Wouldn't watch a single pitch if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't be on the edge of your seat with Kevin Newman facing Jordan Zimmerman in the bottom of the stick. Like, yeah, this wouldn't, like, rivet you? <laughs> Absolutely not. And because I actually went to college near Pittsburgh, outside of Pittsburgh, um, I got a taste of what Pittsburgh fans are like, and they don't deserve anything. They're spoiled from the Steelers anyway. So. Oh, my God. The and, and the Penguins, Penguins, too. Yeah. Yeah, they don't need a baseball championship anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a shame too because our like the the pirates were good. They were. When I was growing, mm-hmm. pirates were good. You know, in the seventies, eighties, like you know, and then obviously when they had Bonds, Benia, you know, when Jimmy Leland was there, Andy Van Slyke, like all those guys, like they came so close. 
few times in the early 90s. And then again, a couple of years ago, I still don't believe yeah. how the heck they got that little for Garrett Cole. And now that he's the most dominant pitcher on the planet, they have nothing to show for it. That's just well, an inept franchise. Oh, the Garrett Cole trade mm. and then the Chris Archer trade. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, how... Oh, the, my God. The, the, Tiger, the Tigers and Pirates are making the playoffs once the baseball just says, fuck it, we're going to a 30-team playoff March <laughs> Madness system. That's, <laughs> that's when it happens. The 30 seed against the one seed. Just do it. Just don't even have leaks. Screw it. <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be that bad. I don't think it would. You know what? I'd love to see, like, mid-season tournaments and, like, basketball and hockey and baseball. I, I think it'd be so interesting. Yeah. Just do a – you know what you could do in baseball? You could do a crazy tournament. If you had 32 teams. They play enough right? fucking games. Well, you could do a 32-team tournament, so it'd be half the size of, like, March Madness, aside from the four-playing game. But, I mean, you'd have half of that, right? Just do, like <clears> – you could do, like, a 15-game series. <laughs> For each round. <laughs> 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 you know, and that would be amazing. Fifteen oh game series. <laughs> <laughs> so you have. Yeah. You have I, I was not expecting that one. <laughs> so you have like the 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 Marlins at the thirty two seed playing the Yankees at the one seed. They play a fifteen game season, and whoever wins that series, that fifteen game series, moves on, and you just I do heard. that. I already like it. We're already putting these two new expansion teams above the Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Someone, someone actually write this article now. <laughs> Dude, because think about it. All right, so you have a round of 32, a round of 16. I'm writing down March Madness Baseball. Then a round of 8, round of 4, then 2. That's 90 games. All right, so you can even expand it. You can make it like, you know... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I think that's enough. <laughs> and then, no, just do a decathlon after that. <laughs> then, then go, the rest of it's the decathlon. <laughs> oh. You or mean wait, decathlon or is wait. during it? <laughs> we could even do this. <laughs> you could do... You could do some kind of round robin. <laughs> oh my! Thirty-two <laughs> team round robin. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> that, Man that for Houston. <laughs> Let's just fucking do it like soccer style, like World Cup. Each <laughs> division goes round robin. The top two teams go into tournament. Fucking play. They go fifteen game. Not even. We'll, we'll do it just like soccer. They each play one game at home, and you add up the scores from the two games. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, Fuck. All right Manfred, you listen to this show? I, ho I hope you are. Cause... Yeah, right. we got to tag him in this. <laughs> I don't think he even has social media. <laughs> tag, him <laughs> tag him up. Yeah, this needs to be, you know. The, the soccer thing is interesting, you know, because they were talking about um, – someone mentioned it, actually on Twitter. I forget where I saw it, but someone was actually saying about having it almost like, like the, like the champions. I like, I'm not familiar with soccer. Nick, you would know, you know, way more than I do, obviously. 
But I mean, like you would have it with like the bottom three teams get knocked down to the below. Like you have like two leagues. Oh, have the relegation system. Oh, that would be amazing. Exactly. So you have two leagues of say sixteen teams each. You bump up. Oh, I thought I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be completely like just bumping up minor league teams and bumping down major league teams. Have two teams in the same organization playing in the majors. But, no, but you could expand. You could expand to like forty major league teams and just have like do, and do twenty and twenty <laughs> relegation. No divisions, just one big fucking division. Think about that too. What if you just had thirty teams or thirty-two teams? Just if one, one big division. Universal DH. This way, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about interleague. Just thirty-two teams. The top, the top ten make it. <laughs> That's it. Oh my god! I mean, you know, but this is well. These are the things we start thinking because of like these proposals of different playoff formats and everything. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, whatever. But okay, let's just, we'll just do it as if baseball was every other sport. Oh yeah. <laughs> look at look at it as the the basketball format, just straight up top eight teams in the conference. Fuck what you do in your own division. Doesn't matter. You could win the division and still not make the playoffs. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this got out of hand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hockey, um, we'll just split it into the two conferences, or each could be two divisions now. That's it. Top three teams oh. in each division makes it, and then two wild card teams. You want to hear, hear something so stupid? This guy proposed yesterday on Twitter. Like he said that uh, baseball should have a coin flip to decide who bats first. Oh, oh yeah. I saw that. Oh, I was just like, what? Like, you do the coin flip, and the, the winning team the, gets to choose whether they want to bat first or not. Like, yeah. if you really think the home team doesn't want, like, the advantage of batting last, so let's just change it to home team gets to pick whether they bat first or second. Which is, they're not going to change. <laughs> no, they're not going to change. No, that, they're not going to change that. Well, you heard the, the proposal that was going on last year. I think it was actually like Brian Kenny or someone like put this on his show or something mm-hmm. that was, you know, <clears throat> to speed up the game or whatever it was or more exciting. They were talking about like once you get to the ninth inning, you get to pick any part of your lineup to bat. Oh, fuck that. So That's... it doesn't matter if you made the last out the previous inning. Like every ninth inning, the Angels could pick like Trout, Rendon, and Upton to bat or something like that. Like, what? See, look, we're we're going back to soccer rules. We're going into What's a shootout it? in the ninth inning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just What's do the a home run derby. Lineup in the beginning of the game, then. Like home run derby. Fuck it. After fifteen so, innings, each of you pick a team. Home run derby. Pick a oh, team. Pick a player. Just pick a whole team. Pick a different team. Pick a different team. Starting the runner on second base in the extra in the extra innings, like every half inning, you start a runner on second. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that after like if you want to say after like the thirteenth, like you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't say you do that tenth inning. 
But they did that in the minor leagues last year. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Like, that's some shit when I was playing softball that we did. But... <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, let's get this game over. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's a pace of play thing, and I get it. I mean, I understand. I do, but at the same time, don't put that in the tenth inning. Fuck that. The pitch clock. Well, plus, well, this year they're doing. I mean, what they're doing this year is with the uh, you have to face three batters. Yeah, or finish the inning. I don't mind that one really. I don't really mind it either, to be honest with you. It somewhat takes away the whole lefty specialist type of thing in a, in a way. It really depends on where you are in the inning. Like if you're at two outs, like he could come in for one batter and be done. But right. If he gets <laughs> if he gets the batter. But it still adds to, you know, it still keeps the strategy alive and also will in general minimize the pitching pitching changes pitchers have to pitch yeah you're not gonna (laughs) yeah i don't completely mind not seeing six pitchers coming in an inning yeah it's gotten out of hand and now with the expanded roster too don't forget you have 26 band roster you can still carry only 13 pitchers though yeah which i find odd but yeah, because of all of all things, they need the extra batter. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, you know what's going to happen now, though. You're going to want that extra batter to be able to pitch. <laughs> yeah, get like you know, you're going to want like that Kevin Pulecki out here. Yeah, you know where is Pulecki now? Actually, I just saw him. Where is he? Wasn't he just sent somewhere? Somewhere. Oh, well. He's like a. Second or third string catch it somewhere. Is it Toronto? Might be. He's not great, but I love Pulecki. <laughs> did he go to Toronto? You backing up Jansen? I, I, I just did the catch Boston him. Red Sox. Oh, really? Oh, he's on the Red Sox. That's right. They don't have Swihart anymore. Or Leon. They're both gone. That's right. Because last year he was on the, the Indians. Swihart went to Texas. And Leon. Actually, I think Leon might be in Milwaukee back in Narvaez, if I'm not mistaken. I forget where he went. But Twyhart and Leon are both gone. Yeah, so they need someone backing up Vasquez. I remember I went to I went to a Mets Nationals game in D.C. Uh, maybe three, four years ago. Mets were losing like 23-6 to six or something like huh. that. They brought in Pulecki in like the eighth or ninth inning or something. One, two, three inning. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Well, he's got an arm. He's a catcher. I mean, he wasn't even doing it. It's not like he was doing anything special. They were just popping up. But still, I love when that happens. You bring in the guy that just kind of lobbing the ball over the plate. It's almost like the hitters almost don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Ooh, shiny. Almost like up in the air. The knuckleball pitchers. I mean, half yeah. of it looks like it's coming in as a knuckleball sometimes, I feel like. Thrown it so that's, slow. Well, that's why I think, guys, like, that's why Granky has lasted so long, too. Granky's turned himself into, like, a modern-day, like, 
Greg Maddox. Obviously not as good. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, a dude throws like 91. Where everyone else nowadays throws fucking 98. Like, you know, even the starters, you know, consistent 95, 96. Well, that's why Bartolo could come back and still play another 10 years. <laughs> Bartolo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man, Bartolo! For that wow. reason alone, <laughs> I just, I just want. I'm just waiting for Granky's one EFAS a year, and I'll be happy. And yeah, <laughs> I love Granky. I really do. I love Granky. He's so like odd. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> odd. <laughs> like he's just like I don't know. He's, he's so strange. strange. You just have to love him. <laughs> His middle name is Donald. <laughs> Zach Donald Greg. <laughs> Remember the last year, like when the Yankees were gonna, we're like we're gonna play the Astros, and then like Yankees Twitter found out that it was has been named Donald. Like this is the chant we're gonna do now for to like, heckle him. Some of these guys' names are kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, like I remember, I, I just did the happy birthday to Julio Jones in football. Did you know his real name is Quintero? What? <laughs> yeah. Julio Jones. His real name is like Quintoro. Damn. I swear, I'm not even kidding. Where did Julio come from then? I have no idea. And I can't remember his middle name, but he's got a middle name too. But his first name is like Quintoro. Like what? <laughs> like what? Well, my- <laughs> My yeah, favorite is how my favorite is how we got Ha Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> yeah. His name's not Ha Ha, but fucking Ha Ha. Oh, you gotta love it. Coco Crisp. Coco Crisp. Milton Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure we had like an episode of this pod podcast that we did like weird, like the weirdest baseball names, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, uh, that's definitely something we gotta just jump on. Some yeah, some weird shit like that. Like just go through all the sports. Like pick like come in with like two or three names of just from like each sport. Well, not only that too. Not only the nicknames or whatever, but people that are like JD or DJ or JT or whatever. Like, what does it stand for? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of them are normal. Like, I think DJ LeMahieu is, like, David John LeMahieu or something like that. Like, it's normal, like, whatever, and people call him DJ. You know, I think JT Riamuto is, like, John Thomas or something like that. Like, it's, some of them are kind of boring, but some of them are kind of weird, like, you know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head now. But you got some, especially in baseball, man, back in the day, like, you talk about, like, the early, like late 1800s and stuff, he had some weird-ass names. Weird ass nicknames too. The nicknames are the best part. Well, I mean, we got what's it called? BJ Upton. Where the fuck you get BJ from? His Boss name's Jr. Melvin. Yeah, <laughs> but they they called him Boss. That's where BJ came from. No, but like, you know, I mean, like fucking name's Melvin. Yeah, Melvin. <laughs> he changed his name too. Yeah, it did. Like back to Melvin or something like that. Like you know, when I saw that happen, I was like, I was like, is this a new guy? Like I, I even forgot that he was like he his real name was Melvin. Yeah, and then you have John Carlos Stanton. I mean, he was Mike Stanton when he first came up. 
now he's Giancarlo. Like, you know. So strange. Comeback player of the year this year. I wouldn't doubt it. Louis Stanton, Stan's a beast when he's healthy. He's a beast. I mean, even with the first year with the Yankees, people were, even Yankee fans like bashing him and everything. Dude hit 38 home runs on 100 ribbies. Like, were you, like, you know, what are you going bashing a guy for? Yeah. I just, like, as a Yankees fan, I hate, like, a lot of Yankees fans. Just the way they, like, react to players for no reason. Like, they overreact to shit. Oh, what's it called? Mookie. Mookie's name is Marcus. Yeah. Oh shit. Marcus, yeah. Marcus win bets and MLB. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Rusty cunts. <laughs> Rusty cunts. Yeah, that was always a great one. <laughs> that was always a great one. Bubbles. I always remember Bubbles Hargrave. <laughs> like it's such a manly name. <laughs> <laughs> to be called Bubbles. <laughs> what? Bubbles. Or oh, the legendary pitcher, John Glasscock. <laughs> Roy Holiday's first name was not Roy. It was Harry. Really? Harry Leroy Holiday. He started Harry, going no. by Le- he started going by Leroy, which then got shortened to Roy. Wow. <laughs> Dick Pole. That's one. <laughs> Johnny Dickshot. Oh my God. There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. There's a guy that was called Budweiser. First name, last name, Wiser. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> that is awesome. Bo Jackson's first name was Vincent. Yeah, I knew that one. The Budweiser guy, though. I mean, Budweiser. Talk about asking for a promo, like a sponsor. Jeez, if you play nowadays, <laughs> I'd be like, "Hello." <laughs> his real name was Harry Budson. His middle, like Budson, was middle is was middle name. That's I guess that's where he got it from. Bud, yeah, well, makes sense. That's crazy. Oh my, he was only five eleven. Yeah, you know Cy Young's real name. Denton. Denton, correct. Yep. Denton Denton. True Young. Yep. Whitey Ford had a weird name, too. It was like Elrod or something like that. Or uh, was Whitey Ford's real name? I'm trying to... Elroy or something like that. Can't remember off the top of my head now. Blanking on that one. Whitey Ford. Like what his real name was. Shit, I would know too. I forget them. Can't remember. Oh, you know what Coco Crisp's real name is? Because it's not Coco. I knew it one time. I forget now. Cavelli. Cavelli Lois Crisp. Wow. Oh, yeah. uh, Whitey Ford was Edward. Edward. I knew it was an E. Edward Whitey. Oh, do you know what CC stands for? CC Sabathia? Uh, Charles. It's something Charles. Yeah, Charles. Carl- or, it's Carlton. Or Carlton. Charles. 
Yeah, something Carlston Charles or something Car- like that's that. That's what it was, Carlston Charles, yeah. Because I'm like, it's not Carlton. It was something kind of strange. Yeah, Carlston Charles, I believe, is the CC. I just passed by him in the thing I was looking at. Yeah, oh, Carsten, Carsten Charles. Carsten? Uh, yeah. I thought, Carsten. It was, I thought it was Carlston with like an L in between there. Carsten yeah. Charles. Sebastian Jr. As big as he is, I call him whatever he wants. <laughs> I was like, you want to be called CC? No problem, big guy. <laughs> Good. Albert Pujols' first name is not Albert. No. It is Jose Alberto Pujols. And I don't even think Pujols is actually his last name. <laughs> Alcantara. He cut out his, like, the first and last name. <laughs> to make it Albert Pujols. Well, anyway, some of these guys, like, you know, they just decide to go by, like, another. I guess, you know, I guess it makes sense. I mean, other celebrities do it, <laughs> you know. Like actors and actresses and musicians. Like a lot of them don't have regular names. And there's a lot of other athletes. Like it's not just baseball. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Big name people too. I mean, Cy Young. <laughs> What they called Tiger Woods. Tiger's not his first name. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah. Other people. I mean, yeah, we got Meta World Peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Arch- 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 Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Trying to get it to say Ocho Cinco before that was his real name. So he said, fuck it, I'm going to just change it. Now you got to put it on there. <laughs> Ocho Cinco. Wow. That was the most just like, <laughs> like ego type of thing. Like, I wanted to say Ocho Cinco. We're not going to put it on there. Bet I'm changing my name to Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, didn't. Didn't Ichiro have his first name on the back of his jersey? Wasn't yeah, it Ichiro? It was, it was always yeah. Ichiro. Because I don't think it said Suzuki, right? Uh, it, as no. far as I know, it always said Ichiro. Right. That's his first name. So yeah, that was kind of you know. <laughs> I'm gonna make the major leagues, and I want John on the back of my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I want to look at that now. I think I always said Ichiro. I like it. I think so. I, I, well, everyone always called him Ichiro, too. I mean, no one ever called him Suzuki. No. It's kind of like with uh, Giannis. Nobody call, Nobody really says his name because it's so hard to say. Yeah, well, that, that one's always hard to say. I feel like not a lot of people call LeBron by his last name either. They're just, they're just like LeBron. Well, his last name's also like a... Common. Yeah. Like, it's a first name, too. Like... <laughs> like... 
I went to look up though, like athletes who wear their first names on their jerseys, and just so much soccer stuff comes up because soccer, more than anything, is where you see that a lot of the time. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't think of anyone else that really was like that that had their first name on their jersey. Yeah, I, I got, I got a trivia question for you. That's something I heard a few years ago. I thought it was kind of interesting. Who's the only baseball player to have his birthday on the back of his jersey? His birthday on the back of his yep. jersey. Yep. So does it's this not- mean it was his number? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. It was the the month and his number. This guy played. This guy played a little earlier than you guys, but I don't know. Uh, I'm trying and to it's think. Like, it's my daughter's birthday too. My youngest. But that's kind of why I remembered it. Willie Mays. <laughs> no, no he wasn't born. He's twenty-four. No. Close though, it was uh, Carlos May. I, I figured it was May. I was I was yeah. going through the months, and I'm like, which one fits as a last name? It was Carlos May, and I believe when he was on the White Sox, he wore number 17, and that was his birthday, May 17. May 17. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That was sports <clears throat> trivia. That's a strange one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That that one's out there. I like it. <laughs> it's something you could kind of like deduct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how many last names are months? Month. Well, yeah. <laughs> as, long as, come, as long as you come to the conclusion that, okay, back of the jersey, that means the name is the month. Like, Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Definitely. Sports trivia so much. Just just do a podcast of that. Just everyone bring in like twenty questions. <laughs> yeah, right. Do trivia podcast. Just straight up trivia podcast. I would love that. That's awesome. Trivial pod tour. I don't know if you guys follow at MLB Random Stats. Yeah. Jeremy Frank on it. Oh, yeah, he comes up with some crazy like stats, and weird stuff. I love it. Whenever I see something cool from him, like I save it. <laughs> I like a bunch of his stuff, like bookmark, just because I it's like I love that. Baseball's got some weird, some strange stuff. Mm-hmm. And just when you—that's the great thing about baseball. Just when you thought you'd seen everything in like 150 years of baseball. Something will happen. It's like this has never happened. Well, this hasn't happened since 1878. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. You did the one stat. What was it? Um, well, Spader actually had it. Ryan Spader. Was that Babe Ruth could come back and go O for like a thousand one forty one, and still have a higher slugging percentage than Barry Bonds? Mm. Ridiculous. 
was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, you got all the, you know, Twitter people that are morons. Morons <laughs> face, you know, oh, look what he faced. Like, he faced, you know, garbage men and he didn't face any minority players. And but well, it's like, all right, you know, fucking dominated. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, absolutely dominated his era. That's what gets me, too, is that I'm going to go on another rant, but that's what gets me, too, is, like, people in any sport, when people compare, like, say, Jordan to LeBron, all right, in basketball, or Ruth to Bonds, or whatever it may be, all right, they're like, oh, well, you know, if he played nowadays, <clears throat> he wouldn't do as well because pitchers throw harder. Yeah, but he didn't grow up nowadays. So you can't just take the guy out of the 20s and put him in now. Have him be a 27-year-old now, growing up with all this training and everything like that, all this scouting. Do you think Babe Ruth, like, scouted these pitchers? No. He just went up there and just won the bat. Like, there were no pictures or anything like that. Like, what, he's, what is he throwing? Like, do you know? Like, what, there was none of that, like, back then. There was no weight training. There was no – I mean, so that's why I hate the era comparison. Because people try to take the player out of a previous era and be like, well, you stuck them in here. Well, you can't just do that. Well, it's like with like the whole LeBron Jordan thing. And yeah, like, I feel like basketball, we hear it more than anything now. Well, like, that's... oh, well, he could have played here or he could have played here. He couldn't have played here. Like, we're throwing people into different eras. and Right. And the argument goes back and forth. But you can't just, you know what it is, if you're going to take a player and put him in a different era, then put him in that era, that whole era. Not just the, not just stick the player himself as he is now and put him back in the 20s. I mean, you take Mike Trout right now and put him back in the 20s, of course he's going to dominate. Dude would hit 500. But put him back in the era of the 20s when he didn't have any weight training, no scouting, no none of that. I mean, think about this. Babe Ruth used a 42-ounce bat. That's actually illegal now. You're not allowed to use a bat that heavy. Like, I love, I remember it happened, it was like, I, I was a while ago, because Paul O'Neill actually talked about it uh, from the Yankees. They, they had something going on um, that they had a bat that was, it was a re replica of what Babe Ruth swung like the size of his bat and the guys and Paul O'Neill talked about it a while ago, like after he retired when he was in the broadcast, but so like 10 years ago or whatever. And he talked about it. He's like, dude, he's like, I couldn't swing the thing. He's the handle was so thick and it was so damn heavy. He was like, I don't know how the guy like got any kind of bat speed. So think about that too. Think about the bats that are used now. Think about the gloves that are used now. Back then, Babe Ruth didn't wear a helmet. You know what I mean? Like all these different, they took trains. It's not like they flew. They took trains to go to their next like series. All those, <clears throat> all these things you got to add in. You know that's why I hate the argument for taking players out of different eras because no one, no one ever adds in those other lifestyle aspects of it. Oh, when was the first time a team did fly to a game? <laughs> Oof. Oof. 
I was actually just looking up baseball trivia stuff, and that was one of the first questions I saw like five minutes ago. I want to say I want to say the fifties. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. 1934. Oh, really? That early? Cincinnati Reds were the first to ever fly to a game. They also had the first night game in 1939. Crosley Field. You guys know, back to the name thing, do you know DeAndre Jordan's real first name? No, I thought that was his first name. That's his middle name. His real first name is Highland. Highland? Yeah, okay. East Land. <laughs> Why don't you keep that? Highland, okay. That's kind of like... <laughs> I would have kept it. <laughs> oh, shit. It's the same with Steph Curry. His real first name is Wardle. What the hell is that? Wardle? Yeah, yeah that's see. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that I would have changed. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Although he could have gone with war, war curry. Oh, that's, that would have been pretty awesome. <laughs> war curry. Well, Del Curry. Oh, but that's his father, isn't it? <laughs> Is his father's name Del? Oh yeah, I think I just saw it was that his his full name is Royal. The same, like yeah. the same thing. So he just shortened it to Del. Yeah, yeah. I think that's he probably. should he should have shortened it to War, and then it would be the the opposite of his father. Yeah. yeah. War Curry. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Matthew's not his first name. No. It's John. John Matthew. Oh. John Matthew. Oh. Eli's really Elijah. It's not like crazy, but he goes by Eli. Yeah. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton. Nothing to do with T or Y. No, it does. Oh, I remember looking this up too. Oh man, wait. Give me one second. Um, I remember this up. Damn it! All right, go ahead. Tell me. I can't remember, but it's Ty Eugene Marquise Hilton. Yeah, (laughs) the Ty comes from his dad. Yep, his dad's Tyrone. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Von Miller's first name is Vonnie. Uh, that that was a smart shortening of that name. <laughs> I can't even pronounce his middle name. It's B apostrophe V. Both of these capital B capital apostrophe V capital Sean. Wow. But V Sean, I I, I can't pronounce wow. it. <laughs> wow. Cameron Wake is Derek. It's crazy. Heath really? Miller. His first name was Earl. Champ Bailey was Roland. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a video of how to pronounce his middle name, and it's just of some weird like voice that goes Von Miller. <laughs> Von Mylier. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You listen. <laughs> what kind of translation do you have on? Sounds like a like a joke translation or something. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like a a porn site. 
<laughs> you should just go. Just just type in like B apostrophe V Sean and see what like Google like just what pronunciation it gives you. <laughs> I don't think anything's gonna come up. Uh. <laughs> Bubba Sean. Do you know Dak Prescott's first name is not Dak? What is it? His middle name is Dakota, which is where they get the Dak from. I think I knew that. His first name is Rain. Oh, shit. Rain? Wow. R-A-Y-N-E. Huh. I keep seeing the Julio Joan one. Quintoris. <laughs> Julio Jones, yeah, Quintoris. Is that his name? Is it Quintoris? Quintoris Lopez Joan. Ah, here's Haha Quentin Dix. Yeah, all that's coming up for that is how to pronounce Sean. <laughs> Speaking of Sean, Haha's real first name is Ha Sean. H A apostrophe Sean. Wow. Oh, damn. Some interesting names. Yeah. I guess it would just be Bavishon. That's all it is. Bavishon. That's probably it. Yeah. And the island is right. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, I saw this thing. It says that the V is silent. So it's just Bashan. Bashan. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Bashan. Bashan. 